0: Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Nancy P. from West Newton, Massachusetts, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Thursday, October 21st. Today we are reading from the big book, and we are at page 93, the first paragraph beginning with when dealing with such a person through what what your own convictions are, reading just a single paragraph. Today's readers are Lauren N., Martha Z., and Barbara E., Reggie O is reading the 12 steps, Jean S is reading the 12 traditions, Jason K is the newcomer greeter, and Matt JF is the host for the second hour. The reference numbers for Wednesday, the 20th of October, is for 7 a.m., 17952, that's 17,952, and for 10 a.m. is 17954, 17,954. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We have self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous to those who still suffer. <coughs>
1: Hi, good morning again. Thanks, Nancy, for your service. Good morning, everybody. My name is Reggio, uh, gratefully recovered in Texas, and these are the 12 steps. We admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood Him. Four, Having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Have a great day, everybody.
0: Thank you, Reggie Oh. Um, Would Jean S. please read the 12 Traditions?
2: Good morning. This is Jean S., a recovered compulsive overeater from Utah, the 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. Our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. For our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. The only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Number four, each group should be autonomous, except in matters affecting other groups personalities and thank you for the opportunity to share
0: thank you Jean S how our meeting works our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of alcoholics anonymous we read a paragraph or two from the literature then stop and share on what was read anyone can share but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive readers only Everyone's phone, except the speaker, should be muted. Today. We resume our study of the big book on page ninety three the first paragraph, beginning with "When dealing with such a person through what your own convictions are, reading just a single paragraph. I will now ask Lauren N to begin reading.
3: Good morning, Nancy. This is Lauren N. Can you hear me? I can. Okay, Lauren N. from New York, compulsive overeater and sugar addict recovered, thank God. When dealing with such a person, you had better use everyday language to describe spiritual principles. There is no use arousing any prejudice he may have against certain theological terms and conceptions about which he may already be confused. Don't raise such issues, no matter, no matter what your own convictions are. I can totally relate to these words because when I first came into the rooms, I was probably 21, 22, 23, and heard the word God and ran out and never and didn't come back for another 10 years or more. Then I can't, heard the word God again and came and ran out again. And again and again and again, every time I'd come in, I'd run out because I'd hear the word God. And I thought, this is not for me. This is another religion. I can't do this. But you know what? When I finally came in on my knees after two bariatric surgeries, gaining, starting to gain my weight back after the second bariatric surgery, Having had two out of four plastic surgeries to remove some extra skin, I crawled in here with diabetes and being over 165 pounds overweight. Thank God I found you all, and thank God you have taught me how to think about a higher power That is different from the one I was born or raised with. The one I was raised with was a white bearded old fellow that told me what I did wrong and how I was wrong to be alive and to take up space in other people's rooms. And I took up a lot of space. But thank God I found a higher power that I can live with today that is something different. I can't even describe it some days. It's just something that that helps me feel and be whole for the first time in my life. And I don't talk about it with anyone, even sponsees, until they're ready and they ask. And with that, I will pass. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. And
0: okay, so... Um, who would like to share on what was read, that
4: paragraph on page 93? Does anybody want to get on the, in on the lineup? Jackie B. Jackie B.
5: Richard D. from Toronto. Richard B. G.
0: Oh, I beg your Uh, pardon. Richard G. Barbara. Barbara. Yeah. Thank you. Margaret D. Barbara D. Margaret. Liz E. Margaret. Margaret, which what, which Margaret? Margaret
6: D. In Georgia.
0: Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay, that's a good lineup. Um, Jackie B., go right ahead.
7: Hi, I'm Jackie B. from the Bronx. Thank you so much. Can I be heard? You can. Okay, great. Um, Hi, thank you so much, and thank you, uh, everybody, for your service and uh, for Lauren's share. Um, You know, for me, my higher power um, has changed over the years. You know, when I was growing up, I thought, you know, I always ask, God, why did you give me this family? Why did you give me these parents? You know, um, and my life's, you know, a mess, and it's all because of you. And then I slowly progressed and started to realize that, well, if, God forbid, I passed away today, you know, what if I meet my higher power? And he said, if you just waited one more day, you would have seen the light. and that for for the grace of God of that little thought, I have never taken my life, however, I tried to eat myself to death um today, I am very grateful sometime you know when I first started, it was a statue, then it progressed, and today i have it it's the environment in the world I live in that I feel it through my fellows, through uh experiences through non-people in fellowship. Sometimes it'll be just a simple thing somebody does that reaffirms that God is listening for me. And I use the word God for me. But it could be higher power. It could be anything you want it to be, but it has to be greater than me. Because I thought I was God at one time because I had to control everybody's, you know, breathing and living. Today I don't do that. That's why when I work with a sponsee, I listen. and and I, you know, present my side of the street um, when uh, going through the big book. Um, because you know what? It took a lot of years. It took, you know, oh, I'm it now five years. But it took finally after being in 1992, all these years to finally get the big book. So, you know, what does that say? That I'm teachable, but that I first had to uh, learn what the allergy was. Once I knew what the allergy was, and I remove those ingredients, then that's when the work has to start. And that's what I have to offer to a sponsee, is that once we face who and what we are, we, we work with our fellows to share our experience, strength, and hope. And with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Jackie B. Richard G., you're up.
4: Richard G, press star Richard one. Richard G from uh, Toronto.
5: Oh. Okay, go right Richard ahead. G, uh, Richard we can G hear. from Toronto, Ontario. Eastern Standard Time. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna look at this from a perspective of a newcomer. When I, when I first came to 12-step programs, I was so confused. I wouldn't have known God from a doorknob. And um, there's a lot of language in the program that unless you're familiar with, to a newcomer, it doesn't make any sense. And I know I was pretty confused and frustrated when I started. And I know that the the stuff, though, I was lucky to have a sponsor who did keep it simple because I'm able to complicate it by myself. Um, So I guess for me, I'm very conscious of the fact when I'm speaking to someone that I need to make sure that I'm using language they would be familiar with Um, because it's off-putting when we don't. And, uh, for example, I remember someone kept telling me to turn it over, to turn it over, to turn it over to God. And I said, what is that? Is that like flipping a pancake? I had no idea what uh, what that was. So anyway, it's just helpful to remember to, to keep things in everyday language. Thank
4: you. Thank you, Richard G. Barbara E., you're up.
8: Good morning everyone, it is Barbara E. in New Jersey. Well, when I talk to a person who seems genuinely interested in this program, I talk about how when I walked into my first meeting, I was sick and tired and desperate and scared. I had tried so many diets, so many schemes, so when when someone brought me to my first meeting, I really listened. Doctors had warned me I was headed for disaster, but the people at the meeting seemed to be telling my story. I was not the only one who ate from the garbage off the floor, left my babies alone in their cribs to drive to a bakery to get my stash. These people at the meeting didn't look at me askance. And so I kept coming back to more and more meetings. And I began to believe that perhaps I could change but the God idea had me concerned too. But my sponsor said, you don't have to believe right now, Barbara, just be willing and the hoop you will have to jump through is really quite wide. The only thing I had to accept is that there's a power to walk alongside me and support me and love imperfect me. I went to as many meetings as I could and that was before the gift of Zoom But the travel time was worth it. And eventually I found a power that was not me and would be with me through good times and bad. Now, after almost 25 years, life is still getting better. I continue doing the same things I did, which led to my recovering from my addiction
5: and those
8: same toxic behaviors. If anything, I found I could enhance my spiritual growth as I began to work with others, and I learned that the secret to a happy life is not de- necessarily getting what I wanted, but being happy with what I got. And even though I'm abstinent for day, for today it's not even eight, seven twenty. I woke up a p- pumpkin all over again, so I have to continue living in ten, eleven, and twelve as best I can and know that I will never graduate from OA University, and I can only keep what I have by giving it away freely with no expectation of reward, except the joy of seeing other people recover through their efforts. So the hard work, those events that made me once so disgraced and ashamed, now allow me to share with others how to become a human member of the human race and the how to carry the message. Just a reminder. Thank you. Perfect timing. I pass. Have a wonderful day and thank you, Nancy. Thank you, Barbara E. Barbara D.,
4: you're up. Maybe Margaret D., maybe? Uh, no, Barbara, I thought.
0: Is there a Barbara D? Did you say your name twice, Margaret? Because it was Barbara B. B. Oh, Barbara B. I beg your pardon. Barbara B, you're up. Go right ahead. Sorry about that.
4: Barbara B.? Okay, um, we'll go to Liz E, and
0: we'll come back to Barbara D.
9: Nancy, I think. Nancy, I think it might have been Lou B.
0: Lou B. Okay, yeah, that's fine.
9: <laughs> all right. Good morning, everybody. This is Lou B. I live in Texas, and I'm super grateful to be with all of you this morning. So, the things that come to mind for me this morning about this paragraph is. Um, Before I got to the rooms, I worked with a woman who, we worked together for a couple of years, and she was in a 12-step program, but I didn't know it, and she used to use words that I had never heard before, you know? I mean, she just used a whole vocabulary that I wasn't familiar with, Um, you know, words like serenity and higher power and um, surrender and, you know, all these things, and I was just like, where are you from, you know? But anyway... um, she used a different language, but I was very drawn to it, you know, because she was super peaceful and she was really, you know, together and like had boundaries and things that I had no idea about. But anyway, so, but, but even though she used that language, she also was very kind and didn't flaunt it. You know, it was just part of the way she spoke. And um, I was just really drawn to it. So, uh, and she also spoke a lot in everyday language as well, but, but she described spiritual principles in a way that was very appealing to me, and never used the word God, um, or for that matter, anything that anything that would have prejudiced me. You know, she was very very gentle. So that's the one thing that I think about because the only the only way that I knew how to describe how I felt when I got here was bad. You know, I just feel bad, and she would use words like sad or angry or you know different things. So. Um, that's one thing that I thought about. The other thing that I thought about was when I walked into the rooms. I was so confused. I was so bewildered, and felt so other than. Um, I, I was grateful that the people who were there, you know, didn't didn't use um, weren't weren't of the mind where they were trying to sound better than or whatever and and be confusing. So. I do think that that that's important to remember about newcomers is that they're already usually confused and and um, don't know what to do. You know, because for me this was the last house on the block, and and I came in pretty <clears throat> pretty beat down. And then the last thing is that last sentence: don't raise such issues, no matter how, no matter what your own convictions are. And you know, I, I think it's important for me to remember that. You know, although it is about me and my recovery and the way that I stay. Abstinent is working with newcomers. It's also about them, you know and and um listening to them and and putting them first at least during the conversations that we're having is it, really important you know um because I've been in the rooms for a while and and the way that I think about things are completely different. The way I think about things today is completely different about than how I thought about things when I first a reminder, here. thanks, Nancy um yeah i guess that's it i'll pass
0: thank you lou b okay margaret d i think we've got it all straightened out or i do anyways go ahead margaret
6: hey good morning everybody this is margaret d in georgia um i've got so much gratitude this morning and especially yesterday i when i came um into the rooms of a vision for you. Uh, Totally shriveled up emotionally. Totally destitute. Just uh, no place to go. No one to turn to. At that point, I had already had... um, Well, I did. I had 30 years in program. And so what, what stands out for me... With this, your concept of, you know, God or your higher power, um,
4: it, and I hope this is going to make some sense to somebody, um, is hope. Um, when, um, when I was
6: given the information about coming into this meeting, uh, the person that gave it to me had just heard me talk about how I've been in, I was in program for, like I say, 30 years and I gave up. And I told her, I said, you know, I know what the disease is like. I know all of this stuff. I've heard it over and over for 30 years and yet I can't do it. I've tried everything that I
4: know, and nothing's worked. And I just give up. And I know that uh,
6: what's going to happen, I'm going to get back into the food, and one day I'm going to crash into a tree while I'm driving, or I'm going to fall asleep while I'm driving, or something's going to happen, and they're, and when people read the obit, they're going to go, You know, wow, that was isn't that really sad that she died that way? And I said, but I know. And the lady I was talking to, I said, and and you know that it's really compulsive eating that's killed me, and there's not a thing that I can do about it. Nothing. I've tried everything. And we talked about all the different, or she. We didn't talk about it. She listened while I poured my heart out. And for me, that was God. And sometimes before the meeting, I like to introduce myself and welcome the still-suffering compulsive eater. And what I've learned is it's not always the newcomer. There are so many people in program. and And with this, I'll wrap it up. 30 years and I still didn't get it. And so there is so much hope for the compulsive eater who's still suffering. And last thing I want to throw in is two days ago, I started my fifth year of abstinence, sobriety, faith, and hope. And with that, and we all, it can happen to all of us. And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Margaret D. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, so now I'll take a second line up. Who would like to share on page that paragraph on page ninety-three, beginning with "When dealing with such a person," and the single paragraph ending with "Through, through uh, what your own convictions are." Vasa O. Vasa
4: Maria B. Maria Susan C. Susan an M. An M. Sunny Ireland. Can
0: take a few more, three
4: or four Noreen more. Noreen
10: D.
0: Noreen. Noreen D. Thank you. Yep, I got you, Noreen D.
4: one or two more? Reggie O.
0: Reggie O. Joy S. Joy S. Okay, that's good. So here's who I have. Vasa O., Maria B., Susan C., Ann M., Noreen D., Reggie O., and Joy S. Okay, Vasa, go ahead.
11: Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Vasa, grateful, grateful, Recovered Compulsive Raida calling from Foxborough, Massachusetts. And I'd like to thank everybody's share because I can identify with every one of you. So um, before I came to Overeaters Anonymous, I had stopped dieting because, uh, again, after I tried for 25 years of my life to diet and control the food, and with everything I tried, it never, never worked. I always went back, so I remember just gave in into the food even more because I just felt so hopeless. And then, yes, I was coming home from shopping one night and I didn't like the word God. You know, I didn't, I shied from God. I, you know, didn't really, I grew up with fearful, punishing God, so I didn't really, you know, have that much God in my life. Yeah, I I had a religion I was married in the church and, The children were christened and all that, but I did not have a personal relationship with God. And uh, I remember coming from shopping one night. I guess it was the gift of desperation, and uh, I remember reaching out to God and saying, God, if you're out there, please show me where you are. I didn't know anything about food addiction. I didn't know anything about the allergy. I had no clue about anything. I read in Dear Abby in those years, there was a program called Overeaters Anonymous, which I read De- Dear Abby all the time, but I thought I needed to be, like, really obese, like 50 pounds or 100 pounds for, for that program. And I, I struggled my weight, like, you know, it became progressive, it was 5, five pounds, 10, 15, 20. I think by the time I came to OA, I was like 35 to 40 pounds. So it was really getting progressive. Well, at, uh, once I reached out to God, saying, please help me, show me where you are. I found somebody came to my house and 12-stepped me for Overeaters Anonymous. I was just so excited to hear. Yes, it was strange. It was different, different words. But it gave me hope. And what I liked the best, was a power greater than myself. I needed to find a power greater than myself, you know. I didn't need God at that time. Just, I need I, a power greater. I loved that when they said, Vasa, if you do this, if you surrender to a power greater than God, whatever you want to call it, you know, but if you surrender, this is the only way. I said, I will surrender to how up higher, God, whatever you call it, the program. A
0: reminder.
11: Thank you very much. I will surrender to whatever, whatever <laughs> it takes. I just don't want to die. And I thank God, you know, I did that, and I've stayed for 35 years. And I keep on staying. thank you for letting me share in our Thank
0: you, Vasa. Oh, Maria B., you're up.
12: hi um this is maria b i'm calling from new hampshire i'm originally from vienna austria
7: um
12: i'm still a newcomer i'm very excited because i'm now officially today starting on step one um out of the big book with my sponsor having finished all that um three step work assignments and um i have a challenge going on in my life um, today uh it's regarding a misunderstanding that's hurtful to me and so my sponsor said that um, i should use my three phone calls today to talk about that um that upsetting thing and also she mentioned that i might have to white knuckle it a little bit since i'm not at step two yet where the power comes in fully um Um, As far as the food, I might have to white knuckle it um, some. Um, So I've already measured out my food for the day uh, to bring to work, um, all nicely packaged and measured out, which is going to help me. Um, But I'm fully in and I know that this is my only hope and only solution and my life depends on it. Um, And also that passage that we read in the big book, what i underlined was tell him or tell the person exactly what happened to you and stress the spiritual feature freely but when i hear the testimony um and the accounts that um fellows give in the program exactly what happened to them it's such a freedom for me because um i am not alone anymore i am part of the herd now i stay close to the herd and Um, people in this program know what it's like when you're in the food and how devastating it is and what a killer it is and I'm still in the quote-unquote hospitalization phase Um, and though people don't see the bandages on me I really am aware that I'm I have them it's like my, my legs are in a cast and hanging up from the whatever hospital bed like i'm really uh, still in the hospital hospital so i don't take myself too seriously today and ask for help so thank you for being there that's all
0: thank you very much maria b susan c europe hi this is
13: susan c from pennsylvania very grateful for these meetings and i just remember I recall my, we were about to walk my daughter down the aisle, myself and my former spouse, and I said, well, let's say a prayer. And he just like went bananas, like he just couldn't connect with it. So I kind of get what this is is about, you know, um, kind of have to lead with uh, common sense also and not, like, that you have to convert somebody, you know. But, um, you know, I've been struggling, and I woke up this morning, and before I get up, I do kind of like a little meditation, just laying in bed, letting the thoughts come. And the thought that came to me was um, I am a slave to my cravings. And I really don't have that freedom. So, um, freedom from the obsession and the cravings. So if I were to talk to somebody, um, I guess I would just say, you know, I want. if you want to have, be calm, if you want to be peaceful, if you want to be grateful, if you want to be happy, if you want to be free from you know, all the food cravings and to, to expect the best, you know, expect the best
4: and um, ask for help when you need it. So thank you. Thank you, Susan. I'm M, go right ahead. Hi, Nancy, this is um I'm here,
0: Here, Recovered Compulsive Albregia from Ireland. Can I be heard okay? You can. You are a little bit going in and out, so I don't know if you can sort of move.
14: Okay, I'll come off speaker now. Hi, Nancy. This is Annie. I'm here, Recovered Compulsive Albregia from Ireland. Yeah, great. I'm off speaker now. Thank you so much for taking the meeting. And uh, yeah, thanks everybody for sharing and... Uh, Again, you know, it's, it's about carrying the message and it's step 12. And, uh, yeah, I love the part here when dealing with such a person, you know, you'd better use everyday language. And I was one of those people who came in, you know, to recovery just over, um, gosh, over, eight, I don't know how long, eight years ago. And I didn't have any recovery, you know, and I came into OA and were reading a AA book and talking about alcohol. And, yeah, definitely I needed somebody, you know, to be on my level at that stage and i uh, and still can and still do need that you know but for somebody to talk you know and I know what it's like being spoken to and also speaking to newcomers or returning members or you know members that are struggling or if I'm struggling you know I need people to talk to me on a level that's yeah that's that's quite sort of you know realistic and for where i'm at at that at that point or the person i'm speaking to is at at that point and you know the message that i want to carry is a message of hope you know and i have to have that um i have to have it for myself first and then to be able to transmit it to somebody else and you know just to um just to remember you know what it was like when i first came in And, you know, people talking about defects and sobriety and all of that stuff. And all I really wanted was to get out of the food. And I didn't even understand anything about this disease. I didn't know it was a disease. And, you know, just to be able to come down to the level of the person who was like me when I walked in, you know, to be told that there was a solution and that there was hope. And, you know, to 12-step somebody to me, for me, it means, you know, just to speak in everyday language of, What it was like when I was in the food and what it was like and what I did when I came into recovery and what it's like today. And, you know, it is all about having a spiritual awakening. But I think it's to put that into everyday language, you know, the idea that we're blocked off from a higher power and that we need to unblock using step work and to get a real connection with the higher power but you know i think that's where i think just where we meet people again where they're at and it is that part where you know describe spiritual principles and again it's love and tolerance love and service you know being of being of being knowing what my primary purpose is and it is that part on page 89 where it says my my main aim is to be helpful and to be useful and I think for me I need to keep that message very clear and very simple and with that I pass and thanks again Nancy for your service
0: thank you Anne M Noreen D Europe lovely thanks Nancy
10: and thanks for your service and um yeah, great. Listen to all the shares, and uh, yeah, uh, Prentina was such a person who used everyday language, principles, um, yeah, for myself, um, I'd, I, I would sort of use God words or religious words myself, and I heard a speaker talk about, um, their own experience, um, being an, an agnostic. And how they what it was like to hear that, and it really helped, and it it helped me to switch to talk more
4: about higher power. And and. Noreen, we lost you. Noreen. Press star one. Sorry, I think it went off there, Nancy.
10: Can you hear me there?
0: Yep, now I can hear you. Go right ahead. Continue.
4: Sorry about that.
10: Um, Yeah, uh, just uh, hearing from another speaker about their experience being agnostic from hearing all sort of the faith words and that it was hard to negotiate around or to to sort of translate to get the message of the big book. So it really helped me because um, to be helpful is our only aim and um, the the big book is for everybody all us addicts, uh, any faith not faith, any background and it reaches across to everybody to pull us out of the gate to death which is where our illness is bringing us and just recovery and to live in in, uh, in, in that freedom then in recovery and uh, I, I love the way it says that here, uh, someone like me who would have been brought up in a faith and speaks that way, I think that way um, it's really good to hear this, to hear this direction. And um, There's no use arousing prejudice, which they may have against certain theological terms and conceptions, uh, and I have a double underline, don't raise such issues no matter what your own convictions are and I'm, I'm really glad that's in the big book with all the other instructions as well because I need that guidance. Uh, I, I just go off in my head and not be aware of that, so um, uh, thanks a million, love the, uh, the meeting I'll pass there. thank you
0: thank you noreen t Reggie o Europe
1: Hi, thanks again, Nancy, for your service and everybody who is here and sharing this morning as usual. The sharing is so amazing and uh and fits right in with this first uh, first line use everyday language to describe spiritual principles um you know i i you know I'm sitting here thinking i don't know where I would be without this program today i can't even imagine it, you know, and I remember, I I came into program in 1985, and um, back in Boston, and one of, not the first, but I think it was the second meeting I went to. was a really large meeting at, uh, at this auditorium at Boston University, and I heard the word God and Him three, four, five, or six times, which I didn't hear at the first the other meeting that I went to. And I was totally incensed. I had I, I had two people that I had known told me about this program, and um, and they mentioned nothing. You know, they mentioned nothing about God. They just told me what uh, had happened to them, and it was like really amazing and very briefly and i and i wanted it i thought there was something here uh and i did and so i was there and i was kind of in this uh i i just didn't know what to do I, I couldn't imagine listening and reading about god and him every sunday or whatever day it was that i was there and then i started working the steps and uh the first time i went through the steps was in an awol which is out done outside of program and uh we got And we we took every step. We would agree to the principle of every step before moving forward. And we did step three and uh, <clears throat> made it, you know, turned our will and our life over to the care of God. I couldn't take it. I, there was no way I could turn my will and my life over to the God that I knew. So I didn't take the step, and I came back and talked to my sponsor. And she gave me some very good direction. Uh about how to find uh, a God or a power greater than my understanding, because that's what we're looking for. The power that we don't have, you know, and, um, So I started it, and it was really quite amazing where the process took me, and I I got a relationship with a God of my understanding that was beyond anything that I could have imagined, and it took me to amazing places in every area of my life, and then I let it go. I let the whole thing go, and when I came back the program... Uh, I had to start getting this relationship over again. And and that, that's been a lot of my work in this past year to two. What is the God of my understanding this day? And... Um, and you know, the one thing I said to someone in the call not that long ago, the God of my understanding, and it just came to me, is some is is a power that loves me no matter who who I am or what I do. I don't have to be abstinent. I don't have to be anything. God is, you know, just love there all the time, and that gave me such peace. Um, I, and the thing for me to remember as a sponsor, you know, when I'm talking to or just talking to people, is I, you know, I'm I'm not God. I think That's I used to put my. Oh, thank you. I'm I'm going to pass with that, but I, you know, I'm I'm not God. <laughs> it's when I'm working with anyone or talking about anyone, and I need to bring that love into the conversation. So, thank you, and I'll pass now.
0: Thank you, Reggie. Oh, Joy S. You're up.
15: Good morning, everyone. This is Joya. It's really great to be here. I'm a recovering uh, compulsive over and bulimic in Pennsylvania. And, um, and from my experience, it, I, my sponsor, my, my Vision for You sponsor, um, had encouraged me to have an open mind. And I thought that she was encouraging me to have an open mind about her God. And um, and even though, you know, I knew, you know, one of my favorite paragraphs in the big book is, um, you know, uh, that principle that contempt prior to investigation will keep me in everlasting ignorance, you know, I still, um, you know, I still thought that she was, you know, pushing me to believe in her God, and I still am um, agnostic um, as of today, but you know, I was willing to have an open mind, and, um, you know, as and and for me, just as a result of just living in the principles today, you know, being honest, being open, being willing, and especially that rigorous honesty, which is something I have never been able to do uh, my entire life, um, you know, as a result of living the principles, you know, I, I started to experience a preciousness like my own my own preciousness that i had never experienced before and um you know it's it's it, you know for me it's uh you know my higher power it's you know that internal strength that that internal preciousness and it's just it's indescribable um and it's undeniable so so um, you know, I'm just living the principles today, uh, for today, and and experiencing. You know that that I can fully say to someone else, the rest will follow. So that's all I have. Thanks so much.
0: Okay, thank you, Joy. Uh, we'll now ha- we have uh, time for about three or four more people. Who else
4: would you like to share to close us out?
0: Beth. I'm sorry, I didn't get your name. B E S S. Beth B. Oh, Beth. Okay. Beth B. Anybody else? Couple more. Take two more. Three more.
7: Genoa V.
4: Genoa?
0: How about one more? Carol W. Carol W. Okay. Perfect. Three. Okay, Beth. Go right
4: ahead. Best press star one. Hi, this is Beth B. Can I be heard? Yes, you can. Go right ahead. Okay. Great.
16: Thanks. Hi, I'm Beth B. I'm a recovering uh, food addict and uh, post overeater. And I uh, really enjoyed the meeting today i i have been you know when i was 17 i had an experience with a power greater than myself i came from an atheistic home and i knew there was something more uh and i've been on a spiritual hunt my whole life and you know i wound up in the bible but there was some things in the bible that i had a hard time with so i heard some some really great things today and uh but i just want to say uh, I heard once there's definitely something moving the chess pieces around and that really stuck with me. I know throughout the years I'm 60 now that uh, I have been protected, and I don't know what force that is, but I have been protected. Things always could have been so much worse, and I know that everything always works out, and I believe that's my higher power. So thank you for letting me share.
7: Thank you,
0: Beth. Okay, Genoa V., you're up. Go right ahead.
7: Good morning. Genoa V.,
17: uh, recovered, not cured, in Las Vegas. Um, just wanted to participate in my recovery this morning. Thank you all so much. I, I learned so much from each and every one of you. I'm so so glad to be a part of Vision. Um, and you know, with with this uh, with this paragraph using everyday language to describe spiritual principles, um, you know, I, I'm so glad that I had a sponsor that was gentle with me with that because when I uh, got to well prior to coming to the program, um, really coming to the program, it was just very, very hard for me to believe that the God of my previous understanding would be concerned about me with food. It's like, are you kidding me? You know, um I, I just couldn't I just couldn't believe it. Like I, I really had no problem with the God idea, but I did have problem with thinking that he would be concerned about my food. So that took me a little while to To get that, but in 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 finally being able to um, develop um, and still developing a pow, uh, a, a higher power, um, I, I know today as someone mentioned before that he he loves me, he's concerned with me no matter no matter what's going on in my life, and so um, I've been able to really attach to that. But in sponsoring other people, um, I do just talk about. Um, I, I I'm so quick to tell people, you know, you don't have to believe right this minute. Um, and we're gonna start with where you are, you know. Um and it doesn't have to be anybody else's experience. You know, I, I love that the big book says that the stories in the back of the book tells how each person developed and came to that spiritual experience. You know, none of us are the same. We're all different. Our experience is different, it's unique to us. And um I'm just so thankful for that. Um, and just very, very grateful for this program. Um, I really am. And, and somebody talked about earlier um, how long it took them. You know, over 20 years. I twirled around in this program, and I just, I just couldn't, I just couldn't get it. I tried. I just couldn't get it. And when I came to Vision and started hearing you guys and using this big book, it's like, oh my God, where have you been? But anyway, I'm just very, very glad to be a part of the, of, of this army. Thank you so much. Have a great day.
0: Thank you,
4: Genoa. Carol W., you're up.
18: Thank you so much for your service, and good morning. This is Carol W. from Tulsa, and I am a grateful, recovering, compulsive overeater. When I first came to program, although I was raised in an incredibly loving family who had a loving God, the God that I had met had a bath, and was ready to just beat me for everything wrong I did. And as I opened up and worked the steps, I met a God that loves me so unconditionally and just says, come, come, come to me. Let me help you. Let me walk beside you. And that's so cool. And my husband went to program without believing in anything, and his uh, sponsor told him, Look for Reasons to Believe. So with that, I'll pass. But thank you so much. I am new to this program,
5: or not to OA,
18: but to the vision for you and been listening a couple weeks. So blessed. Thank you for your service.
0: Thank you, Carol W. I think we're close enough so that you will take us out. And um, thank you to everyone who shared. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. The share ID for today, Thursday, October 21st, is 17,957. That's 17,957. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Will Martha Z. please read a vision for you. Our book is meant to be suggestive only.
19: Thank you, Nancy. This is Martha Z. I'm a compulsive overeater, gratefully recovered outside of Philadelphia. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order, but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right